0: Podcast. podcast 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We are back once more, raring and ready to go, very prepared for our episode today. Um, lots of things to talk about. Um, something that I've been waiting for, and now that we got rid of Kersha, um we can <laughs> actually talk about it. Hey, Kershia, if you're listening, um, I just made fun of you. Um, but, but thanks for
1: being for guesting last week. Exactly. Guesting. I
0: mean, we, we do need those, uh, you know, one or two followers that she she's able to bring in. Um, but uh, today we're going to start off our day as usual with um, Lewis's favorite segment, the poopery. So,
1: who has poopery today, guys? I do. I do. Ooh. I know for, for the first time in a while, I actually, have a little bit of poopery that we want. Uh, I'd like. I'd love to bring up. Um, well, first off, we'll be kind of quick uh, on this one. But a few weeks ago. The Royal Rumble happened. Uh, You know the road to WrestleMania began. uh, If you're a longtime listener, or if you just know any of the three of us, you know that we are pretty. You know we we are pretty big fanboys of you know the uh, of wrestling, uh, eighties, nineties. Some of us a little more recently have kind of fallen out, but that's okay. But um, so yeah, road, road to WrestleMania. It's like that one weird um, part of the year when uh, things kind of shape up to the you know quote unquote granddaddy of them all, the big show. Uh, you know, their, their big Super Bowl uh, in April. So yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, actually, this might uh you know Dennis might this might actually put a smile on Dennis's face. But Edge won the Royal Rumble this year. So you know, you mean he edged the. <laughs> Out the competition? The 29 other <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I know. Exactly. He did. I mean, he, you, 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 there, there was the setup for you already, Lewis. And you <laughs> didn't even take your own setup. Okay, go I ahead. Know. My bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I saw that and I was like, Edge he's alive <laughs> um, and the only reason why I even know that he's alive is because um, when um, one of you guys were so uh, kind enough to actually allow me to um, to take a look at the uh, uh, when you guys were still actually paying for the monthly for the uh, wrestling I actually watched a couple of the, um, uh, the documentaries and the Edge one was the one that I watched so when I saw that pretty excited uh, so much so that um, during Wrestlemania I'm going to be like hey
1: Uh, can I, uh, can we stream it together? (laughs) Can I get a, can I borrow a password, guys? (laughs) I know. I think Harold and I, that same morning, that same Sunday morning, we're like, oh, the Royal Rumble today, we should re-up. I I would love to, I would love to see the statistic of like how many new subscribers or re-subscribers came back on that day just because like, it almost feels like a knee-jerk reaction of like, hey, Royal Rumble, we like that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, It's Um, the same thing
2: with WrestleMania where you're just like, Oh, Mania's on this week? It's only $10. I might as well watch it. I might as well buy it.
1: Unlike five, six years ago, it's like, $60? Let's just go to Mooney's house. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Mooney. Thank you, Moon. out. I'll bring some food. That'll be my, that'll be my contribution. <laughs> and weirdly enough, it would be worth
2: $10. Yes.
1: Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would donate just $10.
2: Good sense. You know what's convenient though, is like, uh, I know we're going to get into the specifics uh, in just a second here, but the fact that uh, the WWE network is mobile or like, at least I can use it, watch it on my iPad or my phone means that I was able to watch or stream the rumble when I wasn't at home because I was trying to be responsible uncle over here and uh, take my niece to her, her uh, sporting uh, practice and being bored as heck because I didn't want to drive back to my house after being in the same area for like a time. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it in the car. And uh, oddly enough, when she came back into the car was when the women's rumble was on and she's like, women are fighting. And I was like, yes, my niece. You can be one of these what you're I was like, you're taller than half of these people already. So you might as well. I think she's as tall as Alexa Bliss at this point, dude. I think my niece is I'm pretty sure my niece is taller than Alexa Bliss. <laughs> because Jeez. my sister's taller than Alexa Bliss by half an inch. Oh my and god, is is Alexa Bliss like a, a little person? <laughs> she Alexa Bliss is the same height as our friend Cherry. Oh wow. So she is a little person. I'm
0: not sure. Yes, hold on. My is alexa Alexa not sure if if uh if cherry
2: is smaller than alexa (laughs) bliss i can't say that name because when i say the name the stupid thing like will say stuff so let's (laughs) say this damn you
1: technology (laughs) you keep saying it it's gonna keep answering your questions she's (laughs) four eight she's 120 pounds like shut up alexa (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that's 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 my uh, poopery for today. Actually, I got I got one more, but we'll we'll go around the circle because I think uh, you guys also have other stuff uh, you want to talk about. Um, I
0: want to do it um, just because I want to be in on it, and uh, you know I like talking. Um, but uh, I I delivered it to you guys on our Facebook page, um, where, as Lewis pointed out, we have a group of people that are like minded who uh, are able to talk to each other and uh, and share stuff. But I have to tell you. Um, part of me was really uh, was really um, uh, uh, I don't know I I was caught off guard but really excited to see it but I think I'm I'm hoping you guys check it out the fact that the CW is producing a a Powerpuff Girls yeah uh, a live action show what's interesting about it is that they're going to archie the crap out of that where um it's going to be the the older uh, you know the older powerpuff girls who um if if you read the the synopsis it's powerpuff girls who have basically who regret the fact that they have wasted their childhood because they spent all their childhood um fighting superhero uh, uh super villains and everything so i'm like where is this going to go and are we actually are, are is cw going to um cw the crap out of this where all of a sudden there's going to be like a love triangle between buttercup um and bubbles and one of the uh, route, the rowdy rough boys or something like that because if so i am so down for that show
1: yeah, um, I'm pretty excited uh, for it too. Um, you know, the, and I think one of the writers or one of the creators is going to be Mindy Kaling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm, I'm, you know, uh, again, uh, we've we've talked about Sardi, but you know, we, uh, I, my wife and I were able to binge The Office this last uh, quarantine. So I'm, uh, and she's apparently written some of the better episodes of that show. So I'm looking forward to what else she can do. And, I, I, yeah, but uh, also, yeah, then I, I get you, like, the <laughs> archification, that's a great word for it, uh, of, of, a, of a childhood franchise. It should be interesting to see, like, if if it's going to get more mature or what kind of themes we're going to talk about. And, yeah, uh, let's see what how how they're going to Mojo Jojo. Mojo ah, Jojo. <laughs> I see that one. I like that one. I like so that
0: they gonna one. So they're going to make,
2: like, Mojo Jojo, like, a real person?
0: I don't know, but I'm going to try out because I've been working on. Out. I've been working on my Mojo Jojo voice impersonation this whole time.
1: <laughs> okay, Lou, let's hear it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I I might get flagged for like inappropriate racism or, or in the. <laughs> Something inadvertent like racism? Yeah. There is no inadvertent racism <laughs> when
0: racism is something that is not vertent <laughs> It's not vertent
2: <laughs> Dennis's <laughs> Mojo Jojo sounds like he's walking to his sushi restaurant. Dude,
0: you're right. But I, I, I think when we do D and D, um, my next character is going to be Mojo Jojo. Nice.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just gonna be Mojo jo- Jojo's sushi chef. It's gonna be Jojo
2: Ma. <laughs> Uh, I have a little piece of uh, poopery, I guess. Um, One of my favorite actors passed away this past week. Oh, right. We we discussed this just for a little bit. And it's not through his whole lot of work, it's just for two roles specifically. But one of those roles being one of at least mine. And I think Dennis, one of Dennis's favorite movies of all time. Um, That uh, movie, obviously, Sound of Music. And the actor Christopher Plummer passing oh, away. Oh
0: yeah, Christopher Plummer. Christopher gotcha. Plummer,
2: who played Captain Georg Georg uh, von Trapp, uh, who up until maybe like fifteen years ago, I was obsessed with. Until I found out he didn't sing Edelweiss. And no, someone else.
0: Someone else saying, Harold, what the hell, dude? Ruin this. <laughs> the, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving to the next fluffery. Cool just, you just freaking ruined my childhood, dude. <laughs>
2: That's why I never posted anything about it. No, shut up. Shut up. We're not talking. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on.
0: (laughs) Moving on. Christopher Christopher R.I.P. Rest in peace, Plummer, but never mind. He
1: had a voice of an angel, and we better not forget that. (laughs) Okay.
0: Did he at least sing um, 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 uh, 16 going on 18 or whatever that song was? Oh, wait. No, not that one. Um, The other song, Um, uh, Something There. Is it Something There? Um, There must be something um the one with between him and uh maria
2: oh when they're doing the
0: when they're dance. when they're when they're singing to the, with each other um the, the one where he, he he she finally he finally like um uh, she finally their confesses her love yeah yeah oh uh, no he didn't sing that one either i son I'm of bad. a biscuit <laughs> I'm
1: done. You guys ever uh, seen
2: what someone's uh, childhood shattering looks like? Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This was two fanboys and a like the casual.
1: <laughs> Have a good day. Because he's not. <laughs> it's like that uh, that Ralph moment where you can see the exact moment where his yeah, heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wigged him, Dennis. <laughs> I just wigged him. <laughs> wigged him right in the chest. <laughs> Jeez It's okay Well you'll always have the memories then Just forget that Harold no, said No <laughs> Harold just freaking Destroy those memories
2: It's like in Singing in the Rain When you think that the girl Is actually singing in the rain The girl singing Singing I, in the rain
0: I'm okay with that To be honest with you
2: Okay <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> Even if it turns out
0: he wasn't the one actually uh dancing in the rain, I I I'm okay,
1: but it was Christopher Plummer, dude. Come on. He played the guitar at least. Or did he? Cuz you know, <laughs> we don't know anymore. Uh well, anyway, I, know. I, I, can't, uh, I, I can't
2: I can't, yeah, I, can't, I, can't I, I, I can't
0: even with this with this episode. This is this is officially the worst
1: episode that we've had. <laughs> bad start, horrible start. Redo, redo. (laughs) But I mean, uh, yeah, on that note, I mean, uh, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Christopher Plummer. I think the most recent uh, thing that my wife and I saw him in was uh, uh, Knives Out. So, you know, he was still a very, you know, powerful uh, actor at 90 something. I think it was. So, yeah, you know, kudos are to we even partner. sure
0: he did, He acted it. You know, he, he could have he could have had a um, he could have had a,
1: a, somebody else play the part. You know, maybe he was CGI. You know, exactly. <laughs> maybe it's like Princess Leia in in uh, in Rogue One, you know. Just you know, the you know. only thing
0: that this would make that would make this terrible is we find out that Liesel was actually like uh, like really foul mouthed and like uh you know and like like cursed everybody around in the um, in the show and not the sweet little girl that she was.
2: Actually I heard that uh, she was actually a Nazi sympathizer. I you gonna it's pretty close. <laughs> Plumber not singing those songs.
0: Uh no. You're right. You're right. Nazi sympathizers are always better, which actually <laughs> leads us to the next poopery, I think. <laughs>
1: Yikes! <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that. Nothing. Or um, you know, all the activity has been uh, about recent casting news is is pretty big. But uh, for for my last poopery. Wait, guess, wait, Lewis, why did you say it like that? Casting news. Casting news. Well, because Christopher Plummer. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: okay, got it. So, um, the, so the sound of a liar is uh, is British. Got it. There you go.
1: <laughs> No, He's so mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he lied to me. <laughs> this is this is this. Is, I mean, it's not equal to it. But when uh, when uh, like the realization that Harold could have uh, spoiled parts of One Division for us, um, uh, that's how irritated I was. Like, what the hell, dude?
1: Happily, <laughs> <I've been eating. laughs> oh, dude. Um, well, actually, or did yes. I? So, so, or you did not, and I, I think no. I think no.
0: Yeah, but here, here, Lou, you know for a fact that if you did that uh, on the day when uh, when Harold was talking about, oh, nobody, nobody spoiled anything. If you even joked around like that, you know Harold would have been like all pissed off and everything, dude. He would have left every chat he and, and deleted uh, again,
1: every. Of course. And deleted an every social media man. on his phone.
2: <laughs> I got anger so, issues. I know that. Speaking right. that's, of which, that's why you work out, man. <laughs> uh, that's why I yelled at my boss this week. Yeah, to well, make up your mind. Did you or did you not? <laughs> I did. <Okay. laughs> I go. did, and it was glorious. And it was the best I felt in years. <laughs> felt so alive.
1: I think uh, I highly recommend it to you guys. I think <laughs> uh, Dennis's that I think Dennis's word for it is uh, cathartic.
2: <laughs> I guess. Oh, very much so. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know if I could do that, dude. Because if I went and yelled at the mayor, I might get arrested. So my, you know what? He's not this. doing anything anyway, so he might as well. <laughs> Ooh, went political right there. That's right.
2: <laughs> but he's, you know, let's, he's let's open up a giant vaccine site at Dodger Stadium and not have vaccines, moron. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, maybe maybe math's not his strong point. If you, if if you guys know already, I mean, us city folks are not very good with the whole math thing, anyway. So yes, that's why to Lu- in the math department. That's why Lewis is in charge of of math. Oh <laughs> God! The city's math. Yes.
0: The fact that the the fact that the person in charge of the budget is using the term math. <laughs>
1: What do you call that? He that thing? We're, put...
0: we're not good at the math. I'm, we're not good at the math. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dumbass.
1: <laughs> I don't like where this is going already. Lies, oh, lies. Was, more, lies. more lies. More lies. Everywhere. More lies. lies. All
2: right, oh, okay. let's give him a chance. Let's give, you know. He, no, back. you don't give Christopher Plummer any more chances. <laughs> he's done I mean,. He, he, he doesn't need anymore
0: true okay sorry lou what's the oh th- was there B lou is that why you're like
1: looking around like that oh no 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 <laughs> that's my son no um well i, I guess the you know uh, for the <laughs> meats and potatoes of today's cast we're, you know we're going to be talking about some pretty big casting news but before then let's talk about uh, you know some smaller but yeah maybe just a significant casting news as well so you two guys are on the playstation Uh, Are on the uh, PlayStation bandwagon. (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Sorry. That just happened. My bad. So I can I, 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 empathize with for, the, for the audience members
0: that, uh, that, um, want, that don't know what's what's going on. The fact that Lewis dropped out all of a sudden is he got distracted mid conversation, lifted his, uh, his mic so that the mic just shut off. The, uh, really professional there,
2: Lewis. Absolutely. Sorry. I, I didn't think you, you guys had like to hear a Working in the 1920s, <laughs> trying to do the switches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Front desk, may please hold? <laughs> Jeez, okay, um, take take 18. Take. I know how, oh, we've lost count of how many takes this is. Um. So, uh, you, you know, you, you guys are on the PlayStation uh, uh bandwagon, and I think you guys have actually talked about the, you know, the video game before. But Last of Us is becoming a show on HBO, and I guess big news just came out today that Pedro Pascal. Uh, you know the Mandalorian and whiskey from uh you know the from I can't remember the name of the movie right now, but um is Golden Circle. Uh, thank you uh go, Kingsman Golden Circle is going to be the you know the the main character Joel. So what do you guys think about this? Unfortunately, I am an Xbox guy. I have never played the game, so I'm not sure how to expect this. But apparently, you know, uh, video game uh, Twitter is very happy with the news. So what do you guys think about that casting? I'm going to
0: go first. Um, I, uh, we, we talked about this before where um, I was actually surprised um, how much love Pedro, Pedro Pascal was getting just because I don't know. Um, uh, like it, it seemed like um, you were going for maybe sort of like a heartthrob type of guy, but when we when he comes out of Mandalorian, you it's I don't know. I know he's been technically he's been under that mask for like forever and a day, so he doesn't really shower too much and everything, and he looks kind of like mi- uh, disheveled, um, but. I think uh, I, I when I saw it and I thought about it I actually liked the um I actually liked the the, the casting because um, Lou I know you've never watched it uh, or you've never played it um but man uh, you you, you I don't think you can ever play through it because it actually takes time to get through it and actually like dedication to, uh, to, to watch it. But um, the story itself is really good. And the, the story itself is really driven um, through the Joel character. And I think um, after what I've seen with uh, the Mandalorian, what I've seen from um, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I think he can deliver
2: what we want from that performance. Harold. Uh yeah, I've recently started. Uh, not recently, like about a month ago, I started playing the original one. Um, I find it really endearing. It's a great. It's very captivating. You cannot stop playing that game. Um, and after seeing Pedro Pascal in his uh, read through with the cast of Community, and seeing him crack up at similar like very sing like a very lowbrow jokes and seeing how much he is one of those guys that is like trying to get into character all the time so you can tell I mean it's it's silly that I'm using that as a comparison but he's literally in that read through a read through like a cold read through that he'd never read before um, he would you know try to stop himself from laughing and then be like alright seriously and then it's like you know I know that's such a, a, a douchey way of judging how a person acts but like literally the fact that you're throwing yourself into a cast. This is stupid. Throwing yourself into a cast of the history of the community cast, and then uh, trying to add yourself into one read through that's going to be, you know, judged for the rest of his life. Um, but I was pretty impressed with that. So, I, I mean, and like I said, I've uh, seen a lot of these small bits that he's done in the past couple of years. He is uh, someone who kind of just deserves the success that he's running into, because everything he does has so far... Uh, t- you know, you know, he's that guy that's everything he's touched turned into gold, and he seems like a good guy. So it's like, um, if he can do justice to the character, and if they can somehow get, um, great casting around them, and they they'll make they don't push too hard to be super dedicated. Like, like I when they do video game ab- adaptations, you'd like for them to be somewhat similar to the source material, but at the same time, you can't just depend on everything. Uh, to create the whole story itself so i hope they go creative i hope they do stick to some parts of it but at the same time
1: uh do a different spin on it because it uh it deserves it sounds good sounds good do you guys know actually you know I, like i said i only know about the casting but is, is this a movie or is this a show or actually let me ask you like the video game itself like does it lend itself better to be a movie or is it better for like a se- as a series um, I
0: think uh, from what I know, it, it's actually a TV series that that oh, cool. HBO is doing, which I think is is good. Um, just because even in in the story, it does go through like, um, it's it's not like you know a couple years, but it, there is like seasons and certain like um pivotal moments. So I think um choosing to do it in a in a in a tv show style you know um hopefully even though i've never watched it hopefully like a game of thrones style where you know you throw in the money there to make it as epic as possible um you you have everything you have um an emotional story of a pseudo father and child and at the same time you have zombies you you can't go wrong with that um well you can but you can't (laughs) go wrong with that um with that formula right there
2: you can go wrong after like six seasons.
0: Around the around the eighth season. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, like, one, like when Glenn gets his head bashed in. And yeah, literally never look back
1: on that one. Still can't yeah. believe Negan's alive. Negan. Dude, I said you can't Negan. use that word, bro. I know, no, dude. <laughs> How many times am I am that's I why get we're canceled gonna get today. canceled, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> Speaking of getting canceled. <clears throat> Good segue. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I guess let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode. So for today, you know, we, we kind of wanted to, to to divvy up two things. Um, the first part is uh, pretty big uh, casting news. And the second part is we're going to go basically talk about we've been we've been wanting to talk about WandaVision uh, for the last few uh, episodes. But, you know, we either ran out of time or we didn't feel it was uh, I- enough to kind of talk about it yet. But after the I, I want to say it's a halfway point of WandaVision, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and there's at least four more episodes And we're recording on a Thursday So, you know, including tomorrow and the subsequent episodes I think there's only four left Because if I'm not mistaken, the plan is uh WandaVision, I think like a quick week or two break And then it's going to go right into uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier in mid-March <clears throat> Excuse me, so yeah that's what we're going to look into. So, um yeah, let's get to the first topic. So, if you have not been hiding under a rock or been eaten by a sarlacc, uh you if you are a fanboy of Star Wars, Disney, Disney Plus, all that good stuff, you might not ha- or you might have heard that Gina Carano uh of The Mandalorian, uh Cara Dune, the uh Alderaan survivor if I'm not mistaken and, you know, uh, the Mandalorians' uh sidekick or side uh you know a teammate or or lack of a better term has been fired from by disney and by her talent agency and basically by the internet um so you know uh, from uh it's it stems from some pretty incendiary tweets or was it even a tweet or was it an instagram post i don't quite remember that apparently that um yeah, I guess crossed the line. It uh, crossed the final line for Disney and for uh, Lucas Films, and she is no longer employed. And it looks like she, at least you know, uh, at least Gina Carano, the actress, will no longer be part of the Mandalorian moving forward. So, what do you guys think about this uh, breaking news? Um, I'm actually
0: not. Too surprised, and again, um, for those people who are listening, uh, please, you know, we are not a political uh, podcast, um, although we do uh, every so often talk about it. But uh, yeah. you know, um, this is not the first uh, time around that Gina Carano has actually um, done this. Where right, if I remember right, either on the day of or the day before um, the um, the, uh, the Mandalorian of uh, uh, the second season premiere, second second season, right um when it premiered um she uh, she had uh, some like uh like transphobic you know bashing um uh, tweets that um, didn't go too well and there was already the call for uh canceling caridoon um uh, already but you know how the internet is you know how um the world is um if something is popular enough if someone is um loved enough that it, uh, things that he she he or she says doesn't really um, get um too uh you know, to notice. But I think the last time around, you know, uh, it really is uh, the, the fact that she and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, remembering uh, I did read through it, I did find out. But he kind of she kind of compared the the plight of Republicans uh, right now with the, the way things are going with the with Biden's presidency, um, the the fallout from the Capitol riots and all these things, um, she felt that, um, you know, being a Republican, somebody who sides, wh- whose, whose viewpoint is on that side, he, she felt that she was, uh, her opinions and her, her um, uh, you know, uh, her, just her being was being attacked left and right. And she kind of used um, the, the, the Holocaust uh, experience to kind of compare it you and i and the three of us have kind of talked about and a little bit joked around about this you know it's like i'm not a celebrity um i uh, my, my my stamp on the internet is like really 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 tiny this this is it but even i know for a fact there are certain things you shouldn't talk about um, no matter what your opinion is on it, whether you're for it or or against it, you do not talk about certain things. And the Holocaust is one of them. You know, the experience of the of, of that is, is not one of them. And again, I'm not saying that what she said is right or wrong. I have my opinion. I'm going to keep it at that. But. Being somebody who's you know as a teacher I know for a fact that there are certain things I should not mention there are certain things I should not touch and that's one of them and I think that was finally kind of like the last straw um, uh, for them so um not surprised like i said um a little saddened just because i thought that um you know i myself were one, were one of those people that were kind of like if he i was like man i can't believe she said that but because her story arc was actually really good um you know we had that great moment um in, in the the last episode where you had all three of the strong women there um you know kicking uh, kicking ass and everything so um it it, it she she kind of endeared uh, herself to me but hearing what what I'm hearing or seeing what uh, she posted and everything that's been happening. I'm not too surprised that it happened. So Harold Luke, your, your thoughts. Uh, it's just,
2: I don't know. It, it's to me, it still doesn't make sense for any kind of celebrity or any kind of public persona to uh, share not controversial opinions, but like opinions that offend like offensive like literally outright offensive so people can be you know they, they talk about the whole cancel culture so that's what i know the outrage is going to be for the fallout of this is that oh so you know democratic um celebrities are allowed to say whatever they want and there's no consequences for it but uh one time the one time a republican who's doing well uh, uh or a conservative is doing well does something and uh, everybody cancels them over it. So it's like, no one would have, I believe people who are pop culture uh, consumers don't really care too much about, they care a little bit, but they don't care as much about someone's political opinions as people believe. That's just, that's my personal belief. Like if I know that someone is, unless, you know, they're public, not not even um uh affiliate their political affiliations it doesn't matter but unless they're outright offensive towards everybody so you know anytime you're getting anti-religious anti uh, or like racist any kind of those things where you attack those uh, uh institutions then you know don't share it and for some reason she likes the fact that people hate that she's a republican and it, it feeds her ego because she wants to be to show that she's different from everybody else. So it was literally like, what's the most offensive thing I can post without getting fired? And she was she was trying to toe that line for several months. And they were saying that already in November, they had decided that she was gone and she wasn't going to have anything else because she had posted some things before that, you know, at the time you really think about it, they're not as bad they're they're not good but they're not outright evil and then you have what she posted this week where (laughs) yeah that's the one there's just certain things you know genocide is is never a joking matter so it's like why would you compare yourself to people who are outright murdered when all people are doing about you is just getting mad at you is that is that a fair comparison like, do, are people going into your houses and pulling you out just because they are saying, oh, because you're a Republican? No. No one's going after you. You think your people are going after you. No one cares that much about you. Like, yeah, they want to get you. They don't like you. But at the time, no one should have been able to get rid of her job just because of her political beliefs. And uh, unfortunately for her, you know, she just she she decided that she was bigger than the internet. And you just got to remember no one's bigger than the internet because people don't forget.
0: Yeah. And Harold, I mean, you're right though. I mean, if this was just her talking about uh conservative, conservative issues, if this, it was just her supporting, you know, Trump or promoting, um, you know, the, 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 the idea that, um, the elections were, were, were stolen. I don't think Disney would have pulled the trigger. You know, yep. um, it, 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 I mean, hell, even when she she did a bunch of like the, the transphobic stuff, people were like, OK, fine. That was terrible. That was. But it still was not enough for, for Disney. Like, but you, you're right. It's, it's, it's almost like she was playing chicken, trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, how how close can I get to this, mm-hmm. um, you know, semi uh, before I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crash. And unfortunately, she realized it was, you know. Damn it, I was going to do a terrible joke But I decided not to See, see look Dennis at that. makes You're... the
2: correct decision, guys <laughs>
0: there see, you go. That's the thing I had, for the internet, for the audience I had something really hilarious But because but... I'm concerned about my five listeners um, I decided to hold my
1: tongue Amazing <laughs> What a skill Where do you? Where do we get this from, Dennis? <laughs> and how did Gina Carano get that? <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, you guys have touched on all great points already, so uh, I'm not going to harp on it again. But I think what I think the, the funny part, not funny, haha, but like I think, um, you know, as a resident uh, dude, bro, Harold can probably attest to it. But like MMA Twitter is very weird, not like weird, like, oh, they're quirky, but like, yeah, they're like crazy, right? So you know, I, I don't mean I don't mean to make light of it. Hopefully, they don't have like CTE or or you know brain damage or whatnot. But some of the sp- stuff that they espouse online is questionable at best and dangerous at worst. But I think this is one of those few cases where, yeah, super few cases, because you know Gina Carano with her, you know, with with, with being on Deadpool, being in, um, I can't remember the name, but she she actually had a solo action movie years ago. You know, and and obviously being in one of the biggest TV shows in the last few years, um, they that puts her on a different you know echelon of, uh, of, of popularity. So like you know, hypothetically, if I don't know if Tito Ortiz says something crazy, some QAnon stuff, yes, that'll get some hubbub. But like that's kind of cornered to his part of the internet of like the MMA culture of like, okay, that's just Tito Ortiz being weird and let him smoke his weed and all that good stuff, but. You know, like we've already said you know that you... Tito
2: Ortiz is now like a city councilman or I think he might be the mayor. of Huntington. <sighs> Lord,
1: is he really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> how, how is he the mayor and, and Samoa Joe is still just being the announced guy at Raw? Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> I'd vote for Samoa Joe over Tito Ortiz any day. But, like, um, but yeah, so I mean. Oh, good, good, good.
2: No, ironically with Tito. The fact that he does have all his uh, his staunch beliefs, and one of them being uh, an anti-masker, is him going out in public and being like, "Hey, how come you're not serving me? Hey. I'm healthy." <laughs> he no, he videotapes himself going to restaurants and being like, "If you're asking me to wear a mask, I will not support you, and I will tell my millions of followers not to come here." So that's why he's un, in under investigation. He's attacking small
1: businesses. Okay, that's yeah, and and especially if he's a yeah, if he's an elected official, that's definitely a different uh, position that like, you're gonna be a little bit more accountable. You know, hopefully, I think Dennis has been watching the impeachment trial and. Hopefully that's gonna be that's gonna come to fruition. But anyway, like I said, so yeah, Gina Carano being that 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 level of like uh, of notoriety, like yeah, you're putting yourself way out there. Um, it's one thing if she, if this is Gina Carano like ten you know ten fifteen years ago with you know with a pretty faithful following, but not you know. 2021 Gina Carano with Mandalorian under her belt uh, being one of the most, you know, well-known faces uh, in yeah, one of the biggest uh, movie uh, TV shows on, on, um, on uh, Disney plus. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, like, like Dennis already mentioned, uh, we are not a political podcast. So we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of why or who, or if it's legal or whatnot, because you know what? Uh, okay. Well, my last thing is it, it, she did say what she said. Uh Yes we are thankfully as American citizens, our, our our speech is protected, but people always forget that that speech is protected from the government. So if I was to say anything about any uh, elected official, you know, no, 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 there's no goon squad that's going to come in here and arrest me. However, if you put stuff out there, any private industry can do and will do what they want to do. So, you know, as far as I, as far as I know, as, even though Disney is like, practically its own government, I guess, and its own economy out in Anaheim, they are still a private company. So, you know, they can do what they want to do. And if, if you know, if you step out of line, or if you say something that doesn't reflect their bottom line, or their, their ethics, then, you know, it's, it's on them, like, it goes to every employer, an employee that if you go step out of line, and you, you know, you can say it, yeah, you can go back and harp the good word that my first amendment, right, that da, da, da I can say whatever you want. But yeah, you're not free of repercussions. So anyway, yeah. That's the thing. I mean,
0: you kind of touched upon it. Is it is freedom of speech? You are allowed to say whatever you want, but it's not freedom of, as you said, repercussions. There is going to be, a, a, you know, a, a fallout to whatever it is that you you want you want to say. And so here it is. You 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 got your speech out. You um, we we're not going to take it away. That's still your opinion. Bravo, but you have to there is consequences whether or not you agree with those consequences does not matter because the person doing, doing those consequences they're practicing their freedom of speech and and the rights that, that that you are harping on so you can't have
2: it both ways okay you know it's so, funny uh, yeah. uh, my just real quickly is um i kind of disagree with den a little bit not on anything else politically but in terms of her role in the show um like her role in season 2 was severely diminished to me Like she's one of the biggest afterthoughts. Like I, her and Carl Weathers were like, oh, oh, they're there, but you know they weren't they weren't central to the plot anymore. And there were other actresses or other parts that could have taken what she was doing and do it a little bit better. And then those people, uh, if given a chance, I think those characters would have done just as great because it's like, they they promoted her to Marshall, so she was Marshall Dune. And that was it. And she let Bill Burr out of his cell. And then she had Ming-Na Wen carry her to a you know, a, a, a battleship. And that was it.
0: I like the fact that I'm offended the fact that Harold thinks this way. It's like, harumph. But <sighs> you know what, Harold? That's your freedom of speech. There you go. <laughs> if we cancel you from this podcast... <laughs> It's up to you, yeah, no. speaking True. of canceling we're we're
1: both looking at Lewis, right? I, I, know, like, no, I was trying to look I was trying to look
2: <laughs> away from that
1: but from my angle on the zoom harold you're on the bottom so you're looking at me so i'm like oh. Oh. oh no but but that's the thing though um the way he looked i was like ooh. in my screen it's in my screen it's the, screen,
0: it's the same thing it's like oh man he's making it too obvious <laughs> not
1: even implying you're just
2: playing you let me know that i'm at the bottom i hate being at the bottom i gotta be on top
1: I mean, you know, well, you know, <laughs> we all, yeah. Uh, so uh, actually, so Harold, you kind of alluded to, uh, or you, you talked about that. So uh, maybe this will be the uh, the segue is that. So where do you guys think? You know, yeah. Dennis obviously mentioned like there's a great moment at the end of the first second season where you know it's di- it's then. Din- and then, excuse me, uh, the Mandalorians, Cara Dune holding down the fort um, against all these dark troopers. Uh, Harold also has another p- point of view where he says, you know, what? maybe her role wasn't that huge anyway. So, um, yeah, moving forward, season three, where do you think uh, Mandalorian is going to go with Cara Dune, the character or just in general? Like, where do you think this is if this is going to affect the series at all? I actually
0: thought that um, she was pretty much done with that. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you know, even though um, I might not agree with Harold, but I, I, in in some ways, the Mandalorian season two really was uh, was Star Wars um, prepping everybody for their own um, show, and I thought that um, I, I forget the exact term for it but there was like uh there was like um uh, something in the republic uh where um where it, that's, I uh, Ra- that's
2: rangers of the republic there
0: you go i thought that's what that's what it was preparing for where here here is gina karana's cara, cara dune is now going to be going to this place where the and she's going to be in charge of these rangers i thought that was going to be wh- where this was going so it's going to be interesting now, uh, where she's going to head. Uh, I, I think, um, Mandalorian wise um hopefully we can still keep carl withers because we want carl withers to um have a job um but um i think you you, do, you you can still survive without having to recast that character because you're moving into new territory it's um you know it's now not now you don't necessarily need that character so um i don't think it's such a big loss if we're not going to get like um a a recast of it Okay but yeah, if I, if we do get to recast, I want Kat is it Kat Dennings um, from Mandalorian? I want her to be wearing that uh that that armor. Yeah.
1: You know, well yeah, Kat Dennings is a, I mean we'll talk about it more when we talk MondaVision, but yeah, she is the new hotness again. So there you go. I like that. Idea. I, I
2: like I said, I really think that her her character arc is oh, done. Like there was nothing more that she could have done in Mandalorian at least. Uh, like Dennis said if she had moved on to another show that would have been a little more interesting but in terms of for the Mandalorian show itself I think they're going in a completely new direction anyways and if she's going to literally get like a passing mention maybe maybe like everybody else is going to no one else in the rest of the show that no longer shows up gets mentioned pretty much any like ever so <clears throat> yeah I think her 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 storyline is done they don't need to recast anything. Um, just another character that's that's done in you know. We'll see them in trading cards, but maybe that's
1: about it.
0: Um, Carl Weathers' character will be like, "Yeah, did you hear her gun uh, jammed again?"
1: And, it, and and it went off in the wrong place. <laughs> you know what? You know what would make this show hundred percent right, better, though, right?
2: Cat Dennings if, is if Carl Weathers just said. You got a stew, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it. Oh. okay little yeah, You got a stew, baby. <laughs> oh god, that'd be good.
2: Or if, she, or if uh, Caradine needed a help, needed help fighting, he'd be like, "You know what you need, or you know what you, you're missing? It's all in the hips." <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. What if uh, Carrot Dune was eaten by a space crocodile off scene and nobody saw it? It's
2: a gator, damn it. Gator, my bad. Yeah,
0: come on, <laughs> come on. You ruined that joke. I know that's shit, uh, Harold. That, 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 that was his one chance, dude. <laughs> that was his, his re audition. Yeah, he was doing
1: so well being the, the lead for the podcast, dude. I was going to google it too but I'm like no no I'm going to I'm going to shoot from the hips. <laughs> I, like,
2: I know animals, There's crocodiles, right?
1: I've seen that movie nope. too.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing um, that you could do is that uh, uh, like um mention another show and you know and just start claiming that it's it's is a medulla amlagada and then um, <laughs> Wait, that's the, the same
1: movie, right? Yes, yes, no, Did you guys freeze? Movie, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh man. So, all right. Well, that's that's it for you know this week in cancel culture. Let's see who gets canceled next week. Um, you know, I think, um, if I was a betting man, apparently Chris Pratt is on the short list of people who might be, um, you know, getting whatever. I I don't know what he did this week, but we'll find out. Um, I, mean, I mean, here's my question to you guys: Um,
0: who's having a better week, um, Cara Dune or Army Hammer?
1: Or Joss Whedon. Or Joss Whedon. Speaking of of cancel culture. (laughs) Stay tuned for next week where we (laughs) might talk about Joss Whedon. (laughs) Defensible or not, maybe. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah, we'll see. Um, so, uh, okay, well, yeah, speaking of not speaking of actually, so, uh, maybe canceling realities, I don't know. The, the Ooh, thing. good one, yeah. okay.
0: And he's back,
1: and we're back.
0: <laughs> uh, Harold, give it to him, give it to him.
1: No, I mean, Harold looks like he smelled a bad fart. Dude. I know
2: dude. Like, you, you <laughs> couldn't <laughs> go with the fact that the last movie he fully directed was the debut of the two characters that we're
1: talking I about I guess <laughs> it, you know you that's... know
0: I I always forget that he actually did that that he that he did uh, uh, the Avengers dude mm. <laughs> that that
1: little movie <laughs> I don't think anybody's heard of the no, Avengers No, I don't movie. think anyone
2: forgets he did <laughs> Avengers 1 I yeah. think everyone forgets he did Age of Ultron <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Cuz even like when I was bit. watching it I was like good lord actually you know what? <laughs> We'll discuss it later, but that movie's not as bad as I remembered it to be.
1: I think it's it's earned its way for a rewatch. You're right. Like I don't know. If, uh, yeah, but yeah. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about it now. I guess. So uh, yeah, yeah. My my biggest thing is that how can Tony Stark be so idiotic
0: and so like um you know a pompous and like um and be able to say you know um it's not my fault when. It, it come like um civil war he did you know it, uh, he he pretty much did the same exact thing you know, and he's blaming uh he's blaming Captain yeah. America for it, so I don't know yeah
1: uh, well yeah if if you listeners have not figured out what we were alluding to, we were talking about age of Ultron and yeah the two biggest characters to come out of that uh one movie are Wanda and the vision who are uh, three. Movies? Uh, because we're talking about episode 5 there will be spoilers in this part uh, on so if you haven't seen episode 5 of WandaVision we're going to go pretty deep or at least talk about a lot of the stuff that we've liked we don't like where it's going to go uh, of Wandavision so far, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it, dudes. Um, what have we thought of the last few episodes of Wandavision? Um, you know, what, let me go first because I think we did this. Uh, we we did do like uh, after the first episode, we did like our first thoughts we, after the first, first two. Episodes, two right the first two episodes we did like our you know like our 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 our, our quick thoughts of uh, of where the show's coming where what we've seen and you know the last few episodes it's there's only been five so far it has basically ramped up the the excitement the anticipation, and all the crazy uh, theories of what's really happening in the, the hex so yeah so if, if wait, if, wait, you wait. what the hex is happening is what you saying dang it you <laughs> If we were a weekly WandaVision review podcast that would be it. that would be the name dude. <laughs> <What> the <heck's... laughs> dude. uh so yeah so the last few episodes have been like really uh, crazy fun because uh, you know in the I think it was a third or fourth episode we finally find out who has been trying to contact Wanda from the outside what were the circumstances that kind of brought all these people to you know this little uh, quiet city in or town in New Jersey so yeah we find out that's you know that with there's a new agency called Sword, which I guess has replaced Shield, um, and, and that's in charge of all the terrestrial and all the you know all that crazy superhero stuff. Uh, Jimmy Woo is back, uh, played by Randall Park. Um, Darcy Lewis from the Thor franchise is back, played by thank you Dennis Cat uh, Dennings. Um, so yeah, so this has been really exciting so far. I mean, I think this is one of those things where I'm really happy that it's a week to week drop. Like I, I know we've talked about how Netflix dropping all the episodes at one it, at once is really great. And like we can binge the whole thing in one sitting. But I kinda like this whole week to week kind of thing, because we're able to sit and stew and like talk about what happened before, where it's gonna happen, or what's gonna happen in the next episode. So yeah, what do you guys think of uh, all the revelations so far halfway through WandaVision, one uh, WandaVision? No, um,
0: when Harold talked about the first two, one of his comments, and correct me if I'm wrong, Harold, you you were you, you you weren't you weren't that ecstatic, you you weren't too um too excited about what was happening because as I think one of one of you kind of said it so far, everything that we've seen is pretty much what is what we've seen in like the the trailers and all those things. Yeah. Um, was it episode three or episode four where the 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 the, um, the uh Oh, what do you call this? The, the one where we, we finally find uh, what uh, find out what's going on. Was it three or four? Four. It, w- it was four, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, uh, and episode four was where everything kind of just like fell into place, and um, I. Th- I still think, uh, I thought that um, the first two was was pretty good. Um, I thought uh, uh, episode three um, did a really good job um, at, at starting to like bring it all, all together. But the one thing that I had to, after episode three, one of the things that I kind of wanted to say um, was that um, I uh, after episode three, I actually was in the same camp as Harold, where I was all of a sudden I'm like, well, is this really what I want? Is this really, uh, you know, and I was wanting more. And I think um the ramp up it, it's it's almost like the, a really steep like uh on-ramp um th- that we had where it's like you you have to like you you, you just had to like gas you know or like uh, put the pedal in the metal to try to get over to the the on-ramp but the moment you got into the on-ramp it's like bam everything just started changing so i like where it's going right now to be honest with you i like the surprises that um that that we've seen so far um the only thing and I know uh, maybe we're going to I don't know if we're going to go uh, how into detail we're going to get. But the only thing that I am not liking right now, because um, I, I don't get me wrong, I, I like it. It's almost like the concept that I liked at the very beginning, the whole um you know the whole like uh, comedy, uh, the whole like sitcom thing. It's all om- it the the way it ramped up so suddenly after episode five. I kind of thought like, do I want to see any more um, sitcom uh, like uh, callbacks? Do I want uh, any more homages, or do I just want to see the the meat uh, meat and potatoes? Do I just want to know what's happening? And I think the fact that they stayed. On to the whole, um, uh, the homage uh, for the, uh, the 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 uh, the you know the perfect homages for the uh, the sitcoms. I think. Um, helped in at least for Me it helped at the beginning but now It's almost like hindrance to be honest with you So um, I'm I'm liking where it's Going on I'm excited to be honest with you in What's gonna when it drops in like Three hours most likely I'm still gonna be up And I'm gonna watch it too um, Who knows just so that Harold's not Going to be dangling that Little uh, tidbit in front Of me um, and yes I called his Thing a little tidbit so <laughs> um,
2: I, I'm with Den in terms of uh i think at least from where everything seems to be going at the moment i think the aesthetic of the tv show or producing the tv show is done and it's going to move into just what is actually going on nowadays there might be there might be some hints here and there but for the most part i mean cuz they they're now well you know what I think they they're still going to probably work on it because from how the last episode ended it only makes sense in a TV show to 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 uh continue on with what they're going with and then it's and I think this is really for me this is how I thought the show was going to be in the beginning like when we like Dennis talked about where there was nothing to spoil because it was you know just uh homages for the first two episodes and now it's homage slash what's really going on so there is um actual content where people are able to uh dissect and to judge so having it now where you have the combination of both nostalgia and you know uh the events that are currently going on for me it makes it a more exciting show and it makes it very much uh can't miss tv
1: yeah that's great great points um actually so since Harold brought it up, let's talk about that big ending from episode five um I think that's one of the big spoiler um you know uh, uh, spoiler things here so if you haven't seen episode five, you may wanna either. Uh, Cover your ears or, you know, go watch the show and come back to the podcast. But yeah, let's talk about that uh, ending of episode five where Vision, uh, you know, finally comes or not. I don't think he's coming to terms per se, but, you know, he is obviously realizing that everything is not what it is in Westfield or Westview or whatever that. Uh, neighbor's called and you know she he basically he doesn't just approach wanda like she straight up uh basically engages her into uh into a confrontation and the confrontation is um you know i guess in wanda's case thankfully broken up by a knock at the door and who is to answer but none other but patrick Pietro- wait 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 wait, wait. Did,
0: did somebody say come on and knock on their door
1: uh that's an 80s reference you, or was it even 17? Come on, Harold, give me that. No? <laughs> no, I'm 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 seeing if Lewis understands the reference. Yes, dude, we had that in the Philippines, man. <laughs> we had the it used, called? We have this company. Shut okay, up. Okay, there you go.
2: Lewis I watched did... it
1: not for uh, not for the uh, the main character. I watched did not watch for it. it for the comedy. <laughs> oh no. tell I, me I not... we watched it for Chrissy Snow. <laughs> I did not watch it for Mr. Roper. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs>
1: and Mr. So Furley was a freaking classic.
2: So. <laughs> Carry on. There's no, hope. unfortunately for one division at least, they skipped over Three's Company and went straight to Family Matters T.J.F. style. Yeah, So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still which is still that before Lewis goes into the whole okay, spoiler yeah. thing. Um, that has to be my favorite opening, mainly because of a great homage, and it really feels so much like a full house opening. And you know, Elizabeth Olsen.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) And the fact that they had a baby vision and that cracked me up so hard and I could not, I, they, (laughs) Marvel put that as uh, this week's screen uh, wallpaper. So if you want to capture the vision as a baby, it is the Marvel wallpaper on Instagram right
1: now. So. Oh, is it really? That's amazing. Cause yeah. yeah, that image is just great to me. It's not like a, it's it's not like they use like a little circuit board. Like here's baby Vision. It's like no, here's an actual Android that's a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wanda's uh, wanda's version of reality is messed up so <laughs> I, I i one thing
0: i like though and i know lewis wants us to uh, tease uh, oh, no, no, wants no, us no. to lewis go to up, jump right. on down to the the um, you know and basically like splooge all over the place but i i kind of want to do a little foreplay for a little bit because you know you're talking about um uh, division over here um i i really liked how it you know, we were we we're talking the word ramped up, um, but. I like how they built from episode four at the very end where um, you see that there's a crack in, in the vision already, where uh, both literally and figuratively um, because we see like the, the dead version of of vision, but all of a sudden, even that as they were sitting down for, to watch that TV show to end the whole thing, that face. And I was telling my wife is like, the acting that required of that moment where you could see that for a, for an instant, it was the vision looking terrified and the vision looking kind of like distraught. And then all of a sudden forced to kind of have that fake smile to, to, to end the, uh, the episode I thought was really great. And I'm glad that they didn't ruin it, that they didn't um, uh, wipe it off because when he, I think it was, I think the guy is Norm, or, or, or I forget what it is. Um, the guy at the and office where, what's up?
2: Is it not his boss, but the guy that works for
0: him? Yeah, the uh, yeah, where, yeah he, where he, where, where <laughs> it was Norm, right? Where all of a sudden he was able to um, free Norm of Wanda's um, uh, like uh, uh, hex um, uh, all quickly, and then you see Norm like panicking, going, "I need to go home, my 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 my, my sister, or whatever it is, you know, he, she's sick and all those things." And all of a sudden, Vision is able to turn it off. The fact that you are there and you realize, crap wanda is losing control that was the beauty for me the 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 terror that that you see in his face and then her having him having to confront wanda and then all of a sudden you get the most comic book um like confrontation um between wanda and vision where they float and you know wanda's doing like the little hex fingers and um and 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 vision is kind of like in this superhero pose it was hilarious it was great and it's what I was looking for. So um, at least, at least in that, in that aspect, I'm really liking the way they're handling it, where it's not just like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like you're erasing everything, but um, Wanda is now, um, you know, Wanda is now um, realizing that she can't control it. But uh, the other thing that I really liked it, I think uh, episode five really moved it forward is that we've always, at least in my opinion, I've always thought that it was, uh, I think, I mentioned it at the very beginning that I always thought that Wanda was in charge of this. I thought that Wanda was, but all of a sudden, now you see that crap, maybe she's not. And I think that makes it even more enjoyable for me. And it, it, excuse me, it it makes it even more um, tantalizing for me to find out what's going on.
1: Yeah. I got to echo what you said about episode three. I think that's actually one of the best, like, it was a weird like mix of it's like that episode had the most like I don't know if it's a verb, but memeable faces when uh when Wanda was going through her pregnancies and she's doing all these wacky 80s faces, like oh moving baby, like that. But it also had like the most subtly, like not even subtly, but the most like horrifying moments here at right? like when Vision walks in and i don't know if it's just because wanda maybe she lost concentration and he regresses back to that moment where like the mind stone is plucked out of his forehead and he's dead vision and yeah dude i think not enough has been said about that moment at the end then when vision and wanda are staring at the tv but you know the way that it's shot wanda and vision are also looking at the audience uh, looking at us and you know i uh, i love the fact that or yeah, I love the fact that I I am blessed to have a big TV that you could see that subtle like he's looking at the audience almost like like I I I gotta rewatch it, but I think I, I've heard uh, or, or, or I've seen on Reddit or somewhere where Wanda's paying attention to the TV with the, with with the baby in her hand, but then Vision actually subtly looks at the audience first and then back at the TV and then does that smile that you're talking about. So like super underratedly like creepy and scary and it yeah it sets the tone of that Obviously, I mean, obviously, yeah. From 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 the first episode, we know things are not what they seem, and you know who's really in control and who's being manipulated. Like maybe maybe even at the beginning, I almost had the inclination that maybe Vision was in on it, like maybe he was in on this whole uh, fantasy world that well, that Wanda was living in, and that he was just playing his part. But yeah, so episode three and obviously you know, subsequent episodes show that he was not. He is not a part of this at all. He is a victim, just like Norm, just like the like the the Hearts, I think they're named and you know and and monica rambo uh you know they were all victims to this whole circumstance um so yeah really well done so far first half of the uh, for first half of the season so yeah uh h any any yeah. good moments for you too dude
2: no yeah i just I, i'm with dennis and that. yeah we really needed to talk about episodes three and four before we got to the big shock ending at five because literally jumping over the most important parts of the series where the ending of three you have like that's like episode three is the first time you have the inclinations that everything things may not be right like before you have like subtle hints but literally when you have um like the neighbor when he's uh you know uh trimming the wall instead of the trees and it's like you're, you're supposed to just you know even even for that's the first time where you get the thing that vision might not know what he's doing there either and it's like what is going on here and then the fact that ending of two where she's like oh all of a sudden i'm pregnant and then bam like one whole episode later and then you're like even in tv terms they never go through a whole pregnancy in a one episode you know kind of deal and then you have the introduction or like at the ending of three when you have the very first time that you see that there is a place that they, they are existing at but it's kind of like it's it's exactly like the village where there's things that are going on outside where the real world is and it's like when you get uh john rambo getting kicked out of the um of the town for the first time and then you seeing everybody going around her it's it's that was the first time when you're like whoa where is this going and then H there, hey, let me interrupt you real quick did you intentionally say john rambo yes i did okay just checking okay cool no, because I literally, <laughs> the first time when they were like, like when they were like, they, kept, they keep saying, you know, like Agent Rambo or like, and I was like, really? You're, I mean, I know different spelling, the more so, Frenchized version of it. I know, there has
0: to be French that
2: Rambo, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, eaux
1: 3 <laughs> no street oh but, yeah, but randall park has Rand- straight, Euro- straight up
2: calls him rambo
1: yeah, <laughs> Major rambo.
2: rambo that's why when I, like the first time i was like is john rambo gonna pop <laughs> 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 um... but it's like no, no no i mean just saying like like it's interesting that they did the first two episodes right away because if you do those first two episodes you don't have any um Uh, any idea what you're about to expect for the rest of them so it's like it, it was a clever way of getting you to to be like okay this is different and then you get episode three and then four and it's just like okay this is where they're going with it and i'm excited to see where it goes
0: uh w- w- another favorite moment of mine uh happened in 5 um actually no let's go to 4 um what do you think of the addition of uh, of of cat denning's and uh um and uh agent wu uh, I'm forgetting cat denning's character because I just want to say the word cat denning's darcy there you go what do you think of um, the addition of darcy and agent wu um and the uh, and the the, um, the the idea that what we are watching, it really is TV show. You know, I, I I actually like that it's not just for it's not just for us. It's not just for, uh, you know, let's do homage. There's actually a purpose to it that that's why we're seeing it, because it really is. As, um, as I think it was John, uh, John Wu, um, Agent Wu basically saying, um, you know, did you know, the, the, the universe create a, um, uh, of, 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 you know, a, a movie about, um, about the two Avengers, you know, and I, I like, uh, what do you, what do you guys think about that, uh, that conceit that they did there?
1: Um, I liked it. I liked the addition of Kat Dennings to the cast. I think, um, first off, good for her that she got her doctorate, because I think if if I'm not mistaken, even in um, Thor: Dark World, the one that nobody really watches until, uh, yeah, she was just like the assistant to uh, to, to Jane Foster. So yeah, good for her because I don't know if she's gonna be in the future uh, Thor movies, but yeah, I think Kat Dennings is a good, is a pretty good actress, you know. Um, So she definitely adds a lot of the uh, good comedy to the show given that yeah like we've already talked about like it seems pretty heavy as it is already like it started off as like yeah maybe a parody or maybe like a little spoof of those old school uh kind of kind of t- uh, tv shows but obviously we're seeing now that it, this is a reality created by a broken woman so you know we do need that levity from both agent Wu and from cat denix's character so yeah great additions i think they it's great that yeah two of these little I, I can't even call them side characters they're basically npcs from their own movies from like ant-man and for 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 who and for uh for for thor for cat dennings uh but now they're, they're you know they're they're front and center they're they're the ones trying to figure out what's happening in, in 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 this uh in this little bubble of of theirs so yeah i'm really happy for them uh professionally for for actress wise and you know a little uh, diversity in the marvel universe is never to be uh, frowned upon so kudos to them for Adding them, Uh, but yeah, looking forward to what else they do. I I do like the, um, you know, uh, Dennis. I think uh, obviously you're the comic book guy. Um, You you know, Agent Wu has his own like little spinoff comic book. uh, You know, Agent Wu and the Agents of Atlas, where it's basically a shield of quirky, you know, throwback pulp characters. And like, there's a lot of talk now that like, oh, you know, Randall Parks doing such a great job. It would be so good if he does like an X Men kind of show. I'm like, the comic book's been done. It's right there, guys. I would love that too. Like more power. To that guy, and if it's him and Cat things going around as the new Mulder and Scully of the MCU, dude, that'd be so amazing. That'd be great. How is it
0: that a a person can become that popular with a face that he looks like he's constipated all the time?
2: <laughs> it's still, it's still. I, I know this is like aside <laughs> off track or whatever, but Randall Park is supposed to be a main villain
1: in Aquaman two, right? Is he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me, H. Yeah, he was he saved uh, Black Manta out of the ocean. And he was the one that was like, you know, he had like that little little news segment that um, was it he was uh, I think he was accusing the Atlantis for polluting the ocean, ironically, or doing something that was ruining the the world. Yeah, dude, you're right. So he's in like a couple. So he's in at least two superhero universes and. You know, maybe you know, Star Wars or somebody else will come knocking his door soon enough.
2: I mean, I I I love the additions of them because, like the fact that not the fact, but when they have those little flashbacks of of them being the outside voices and making everything come together at least a little bit, that was it's very entertaining and it it really makes the show make more sense like, like like you guys said when you say who is this being a broadcast for and initially even we we're like is this is this for our as like they're doing it for the viewers themselves? there's no viewers but the only viewer actually ends up being darcy for the first time so it's like um <laughs> still funny to me that it takes like a you know whatever kind of scientist that specifically needs to be her like there could have been so many different scientists in the world but it has to be someone else who's kind of, like part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has to be to show up and be that person but a uh, great idea for them to co- continue to keep uh, developing characters at least from uh, like Lewis said side characters in their own movies and then making them a- as of now very essential to the show so it's like um, without their Perspective, the show is not as fun right now, so like you know uh I don't know why, but the scene that always gets me is when you know um the the head of sword is like, you know does she have any uh like does she have like a like a nickname or a call sign or
1: something and he's like, ah, nothing <laughs> we could <can> think of. <laughs> Um, and I was through that moment, I was like, they're gonna do the thing. Call her oh, they didn't do it. <laughs> That's why it was so good. i was like, damn it. Speaking <laughs> Actually, Yeah, you're right. Maybe calling somebody maybe calling a female superhero Scarlet Witch might not be good <laughs> in this in this uh, current environment <laughs> for now for now i know that's true you're right oh man so and actually speaking of which, like i feel back as a, a obviously it's a recast or you know it's it's been b- bumped up in the future but yeah even monica monica rambo's character is technically a side character from her you know original or, or, uh Original movie and Captain Marvel. You know she was a child when Captain Marvel's first adventures during the '90s, and obviously she's been bumped up in age uh, to 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 catch up to uh, the events of <clears throat> excuse me of um, of WandaVision. And yeah, um, speaking of which, you know, the way that Episode Four started. Speaking of Monica Rambo, the way that she basically um, what do you call that? Like undusted. What, what's, what's the term for that? I, I, I Re- Reblit re yeah un- yeah reblipped or unblipped i guess that was such a, a crazy way to start an episode yeah like, like <laughs> blipped um cuz yeah obviously we had like little we had a hint of it or at least it was part of the plot point of uh, the second spider-man movie that Dennis like doesn't like talk about but um you know it, it was great to see it again and like you know it, it seems like a lifetime ago but end game was just 3 years ago yeah two three years ago so you know mm-hmm. the the events of uh, revisiting that event and basically telling catching us uh catching us the viewers up to like where are where uh where is one division happening Exactly in the timeline. So obviously it gives us a better idea of like, okay, so this is, yeah, obviously after everybody's come back, everybody suffered through end game or through Thanos' thing and like everybody's return and everybody's come back a a lot more messed up than uh, they were five, six years ago. So yeah, I think that was a really profound and really great way to reintroduce the character uh, without making it too weird.
0: Um, i like the fact that you were given a, a separate a different like viewpoint of the unblimping or blipping yeah. or whatever you want to <laughs> uh, uh whatever you want to call it because <clears throat> you know blanket? our our image at least in my head of the, the 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 unblimping was very you know very glorious it was the uh you know to your left or to your whatever direction it was so it was like <laughs> yes it happened but you didn't realize like all these people came out of nowhere and now everybody had to to uh, go back and you know everybody had those jokes about oh what about those people on the plane what about all these things but one thing nobody that i didn't think of or at least nobody really thought of what about those people who are in the hospital i know yeah.
2: <laughs> that so it was such a it was such a great idea too. to be like you know her opening with yeah my mom was just here and it like that moment right away you're like oh dude Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Time seems different for them. It's like maybe three years, but I think for everyone else, it was five years. So who really knows? But, Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, moving on to f-
0: the final thing that Lewis uh, um, hinted at right 30 minutes ago. Um, so, Lewis, you want to re, uh, reintroduce the, the, the idea? Oh, yeah.
1: again? Well, I mean, yeah, so let's let's talk about the big reveal at the end of Season 5, the one that, uh, I don't know if it broke the internet quite like Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian. Spo- spoilers for the Mandalorian. But <laughs> not quite. The, uh, I don't know if it's quite at the level of Luke Skywalker showing up at the end of the Mandalorian, but yeah, so at the end of uh WandaVision episode 5, Pietro Maximoff walks into the living room of, you know, the 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 home. Um but it's not the Pietro that we all knew from Age of Avengers, Age of Avengers, Age of Ultron. It was not um help me out here Harold uh, Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson, but it was actually Evan Oh no, Chris Evans lord have mercy somebody help evan peters (laughs) you said you had (laughs) notes you liar i I do not have notes on their names this is my note (laughs) exactly crocodile my brain by the way um so yeah so evan peters the the quicksilver in the uh you know in the brian singer universe of x-men uh walks in instead and so yeah uh, huge implications, or at least you know, for us fanboys. So yeah, what did we think of the big reveal uh, of that of that episode? Obviously, we we won't know the fallout until, like Dennis said, maybe three four hours, uh, maybe longer for some, or shorter if you're on the east coast. But um, so yeah, what did we think about this huge reveal? I am
0: hoping that this is a red herring and that this oh, is not okay. that this is not the big reveal um imagine if this was because everybody thinks at least uh, everybody assumes that this was the moment that um that olsen talked about that this is their their star their, their luke skywalker moment you know but imagine if this was oh okay like all of us are all those fanboys like oh man that's cool but then in episode seven episode eight there's still something that pops up that'd be awesome um I myself was a little uh, underwhelmed. I, I gotta tell you. um maybe it's because I forgot what he looked like. <laughs> Secondly, he looks almost like the guy from Ready Player One. That's
2: exactly what I was gonna say by the way. like <laughs> he looks like Parzival. <laughs> when I saw him I was Not like in a good way. I, I was like, wait a minute. That's a WB. Uh,
0: that's a WB franchise. How are they? And they're like, oh, oh that's who. Okay, got it. Um, I, I thought it was uh, I, at least, as you said, Lewis, the one thing I liked about it is that it has so many implications. Um, and for those for the audience who might not understand what we're, we're hinting at um, is uh, what, what Lewis is is talking about, how that, that it's huge is that, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas or whatever his name is, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> because, because lewis is already kind of confused with names anyway <laughs> so um the, the fact that jonathan taylor thomas didn't appear as uh, pietro Maximoff and it's um the guy from uh it's the guy from ready player one that popped up um the implication is that all of a sudden maybe that's what it's trying to say is tra- i'm i mean it's it's pretty much like kind of like spitting on our face telling us what it is but that the mutants are here you know it's the less subtle no more mutants version of it but for us uh, who 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 love this thing um it was like oh crap that was an oh crap moment i don't know if it's the uh, luke skywalker moment but definitely something that um that took me by surprise once i realized it was not parsable
2: i think you guys are, would have been probably more inclined to be surprised if you had seen dark phoenix <laughs>
1: Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. Less or more,
2: Lou? More, okay, because of the fact that he still was... He's the last... Uh, he is the last uh, incarnation of Quicksilver or, or of Pietro Maximoff that you would ever see uh, prior to the to um, him appearing in the MCU. Because it's like, uh, as someone who subjected himself to that torture several times, because, as you know, I'm a glutton for punishment... Um, he is the, sadly, the best thing about uh, X-Men f- 7, 4?
1: <laughs>
2: Whatever. Cool. But, like, he's always been, like, uh, starting from Days of Future Pass, he's been the best thing about any of those movies. Like, uh, after Days of Future Pass and then right. having him in Age of Acopo- uh, Apocalypse where he was, like, the one redeeming factor in that whole movie – you, you tend to be like oh i li- you know i like this character and it's it's unfortunate that he never gets to play in the big leagues you know what i mean where it's like yeah this is the the fox version of x-men so we're gonna get to see him here but when you saw quick like when you saw pietro maximoff the first time in age of Ultron you're like he's a cool character but literally just last year we saw the like a perfect version of what quicksilver is supposed to be and it's like that's why I was always disappointed with the Aaron Tyler Johnson version of it because, or Aaron Taylor Johnson version of it. Um, and, but you're supposed to, you know, have those two be the twins because they were supposed to be the twins for the rest of the series. And then, um, you know, I think the part, the fact that Darcy says she recast Pietro is the best yeah, line. That was, that was. It's like, it made it perfectly. And then for everybody else, I know a lot of people are not going to be like, Oh, like I, I, you know me, I I watch a lot of uh, internet reactions and literally half of the videos are people having to explain to other people who are watching the same thing they are (laughs) saying, oh, that's the guy from the, the uh, Fox version. That's the Fox uh, or the X-Men version of uh, Quicksilver or Pietro. And it's like, that's how, unfortunately, how not well that those movies ended up doing that only a certain segment or I mean, maybe a good amount of people who are actually uh, invested in this series because it's a comic book series, they're going to get it. But for general populace, they're going to be like, "I, that's not, they're going to just say, oh, that's not him, it's somebody else. But for me, who's watched all these crappy X-Men movies, loved him in all those crappy X-Men movies, and the pan where they just show his white hair, obviously Parsable, and when it ended up not, not being Parsable, I'm like, oh, and then he didn't have a crappy accent. Yeah. So, and
0: I'm I'm pretty sure he was wearing his Buckaroo bonsai outfit at that time. Yes, he
2: was. <laughs> he's he. I think he's either wearing that or uh, his
1: his a uh, um, uh, homage to Magnum Pi. <laughs> That movie. Why, why do we keep talking about Ready Player One? I I thought we got rid of that uh, out of my head already. <laughs> here we are. Um. Yeah, dude. Like it was. Uh. It was uh, such a loaded little moment. And I, I. like. Like you guys have already alluded to. I would love to see where this goes from here. Because yeah, if this is the moment where the X Men are finally reintroduced into, uh, the Marvel Universe properly, or into the cinematic universe at least properly, um, I, I, it's it's super risky. <clears throat> Excuse me. A super risky move to pull to put it on your streaming service instead of like waiting for a big, uh, you know, movie release. But you know, I guess uh, Marvel and Disney kind of have you know they, they have that up their sleeve that uh maybe i don't know if they anticipated that people weren't going anywhere else in this pandemic or that uh that this was you know the, this was the time like nobody's going to go to the movie theaters anyway so might as well drop this big thing uh in our on our, on our on our streaming service and yeah like like you guys said like not even explaining the part that oh this x-men is in is this but i've had to actually explain the fact that yeah Even though the X-Men and the Avengers are Marvel comic books, um, back in the 90s, Marvel went out of business and X-Men was in a different studio, blah, 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 so they could never really actually be in the same movie ever again. Until now, and you know this is going to be a huge, yeah, hopefully a huge repercussion. We'll see if like, yeah, it, does that mean we'll we're going to be seeing a Wolverine anytime soon, or if if, if uh, Michael Fassbender will be being uh, be reintroduced as you know the 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 twins' dad lots of uh, lots of fun little future ideas that could come from here um so yeah Um, Uh,
0: real quick by the way um i just thought of um the the the, the, uh, for me what would be the closest to i know we talked about this in uh, the last episode but I, i just thought of what would be the closest like um holy crap luke skywalker moment for me if it ever happened like in one of the episodes um you hear the words flame on Okay, first and foremost. And then when, when, um, uh, uh and, and, um, when, but you, uh, but you find out that yes, it is, um, it, it is, uh, Johnny Storm, but it's not Mikey, Michael B. Jordan. It is Chris Evans playing,
1: um, oh my gosh, dude. Imagine <laughs> the meta that would destroy everybody's minds. <laughs> Oh my god, dude!
2: That would just yeah. That would be good. Um, as, what as, if what if uh, what if Wanda inv- Wanda envisions Neighbor wasn't trimming uh, a wall, but was actually digging into the thing? <laughs> oh man, uh,
0: but I, I, I like your question though the the implications of it, Lou, um, because especially in terms of storyline, um, I, I I think right before that, um, I forgot the line that Wanda basically says, but you know he he's 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 basically uh, telling vision you know um you know you don't believe me anymore um how come you you know how come you don't believe me that she was she was saying that it's not his fault that um, that she doesn't even know what uh, how it happened, why it happened. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. during this time, you could clearly see that um, you know maybe it's a lie, maybe it's not. But that look on Elizabeth Olsen's face when he looks at Vision and says, "I didn't do that," because yeah, she's finally admitted that she's been the cause of every single thing, every single distraction, everything that's been happening is her, and she's finally like, "I didn't do that." Yeah, and that moment creeped me out even more than actually seeing the, the fact because I, the moment that happened, I got so excited by that moment that I actually got distracted by the big reveal. You know, so I'm excited where it's going. To be honest with you, I can't wait in a couple hours to watch it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to cheat seen, on my wife and um, you've seen and the watch memes, it. Right, which one?
2: A lot of the memes of like when she opens the door, who is it? Is on the other end.
0: No, I have none.
2: My favorite one is literally just referencing something you just kind of said, where she opens the door and it's Steve Urkel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen a few of those eight, so I'm I'm, I was actually thinking about I was going to use that for the uh, the eventual the eventual social media post. It's going to be like Wanda opening the door, and it'll be like one of you guys' faces. It'd be great. But um, and you know, it's uh, one of my final thoughts, I guess, for the, for this um, is that you know, it, for us fanboys, like, there's th- that moment was obviously super loaded, super packed with potential, and uh, you know, all, all sorts of crazy like theories and where this is gonna go, blah blah blah. But you know, actually, it, it, it's actually a really nice exercise to watch these shows with you know uh, with, with casual fans like i watch it with my kids and my wife and you know at the end of the episode yes i did get excited at the potential like dude we were gonna get a uh the, the be- uh, i'll be honest i i, I actually liked uh, the x-men's version of quicksilver better because dude can actually avoid bullets and like unlike um, lee, Har- lee harvey oswald whatever that guy's name was who couldn't duck uh, bullets but you know, my wife was—I I,
0: I believe he's it, it, John F. Kennedy. Oh, okay. the, one who- <laughs> the gotcha. no, Dodge that was, bullets. That was actor.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> you know, but she she brought up that you know it, it's still a story of a sadly damaged and like depressed or i don't know what what unfortunately what mental issues she's going through you know she's 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 a she's a damaged woman and she's just doing all of these things to protect her family and or protect what her thoughts or what her idea ideal is of a family and it's obviously ruining a lot of uh, innocent people from that village and not, or in that village, in that town, obviously all, uh, also ruining uh, vision who, you know, and actually that was, I, I think that was one of those more subtle, but really great little hints of the show was when, um, when they hint or when they show that Wanda broke into that security um that lab to break him out like well, that was one of his uh you know, i guess one of his last will uh will or whatnot I, I don't know what it's called imperatives is that he didn't want his body being used as a weapon so it's kind of sad and profound because he knew that you know vision was even though he was only born in the uh, age of ultron he had the you know he had the profi- he had the idea of like Yes, I was created to be a weapon and yes, I do have the potential to be a weapon even just like the pieces of me so he he had that imperative uh kind of built into his uh living will I guess. So it's it's tragic all around and there is that ironic moment where you know, in in that in the fifth episode where the twins or when, when, I'm sorry when the dog dies and the twins and even that nosy neighbor who I don't think is uh, as as um as honest as she thinks she is. I don't think she's on the up and up. Uh, we'll find out soon. But um, you know, when she says that you can't bring the, uh, can't bring the dead back to life, you know, there obviously it's, it's ironic that she's saying that after she brings vision back to life, but yeah. Like I said, you know, it's it's the tragedy of Wanda Maximoff in this universe. And I'm, I'm really kind of happy that they're able to flesh out her story in a series like this instead of just like a two hour movie as as awesome. I'm sure a two hour movie would have been. This actually gives it like a lot more life to breathe and to kind of like live. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm really excited, uh, excited where it goes. I'm really enjoying it. Where so far. Um, last thing, I'm sorry, re- last thing and I'll throw it back to you guys, but um, I'm going to have to throw my friend under the bus one of my friends, Mike, he did not like the first two episodes and he said, I'm out of it, blah 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 um, ironically, two episodes later, he's like, alright, I'm in he's like, see dude, have some patience man so, you know <laughs> of all <laughs> people, the, you are trust the people process. to have
2: patience?
1: yes man, leave it alone <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I sat, for I sat through the comedies. first few
1: episodes of uh, of the Office and the uh, the Mark Bandwish episode uh, season of of Parks and Rec, so I can sit through two episodes of 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 Wandavision. You know, I think that um,
2: with the Agnes character, for me at least, I think she's the only person who is aware that she's obviously she's aware that she's in a show yeah. and playing along. And it's like it's it's fun. It's not fun. It's it's I'm excited to see where her character ends up going. Because she's literally leading, like, like Vision, when he said that line in the last episode where it's like, Oh, yeah. Well, how convenient that, um, right when a new situation happened, you know, Agnes is here. Like, every, any, you know, she just happens to pop up right when things are happening. So it's like, you know, she's on cue. She's like the one person. And like when she does that line where she says, Oh, did I miss my cue? Yeah, or did do, I miss my line?
0: Do, do I want to start it over? Do we start it yeah, over? Or something uh, that? I'm going
2: to do it again. That was, was amazing. Like... And Catherine Hahn is a fantastic actress. And i Absolutely. I hope I wish you know she's been in some of the greatest comedies of all time, and you just really you, you know you'd like people like that to succeed. So uh, hopefully this is her launching pad into bigger things.
0: And uh, I agree, uh, H. I was gonna uh, that was gonna be the last thing I was gonna mention. And you know I I, I keep on t- talking about the creep factor, like uh, moments where it it just was uh, it just like chilled me. The moment uh, the moment you see. Um, visions all of a sudden kind of like making that connection and then all of a sudden she just out of nowhere says that and interrupts everything and you see that look of confusion on on the vision and you look uh, you see the look of confusion on um on wanda's face it was amazing and it just for that maybe just maybe i might agree with harold where um you know you know and i might agree with uh, your your friend where you know maybe the first two episodes were a little too slow um but um definitely they've made up for it with with everything that they've done so far
1: absolutely so sure. looking forward to the last few episodes and obviously yeah well, looking forward to more of marvel on tv format i guess and yeah i think we've mentioned it last week but you know the theaters opening back up because i also read somewhere that i guess black widow by hooker by crook the marvel uh marketing folks or whatever whomever said that black widow is coming on theaters whatever you know may come so i was like all right well we'll see how things look in a few months so yeah and which is going to be interesting
0: considering just the hype beast that you know that that wandavision has become and then I don't know if, if I'm as excited with a buddy comedy of, uh, of, uh, of, um, of Bucky and, um, and, and, um, and Sam. The Falcon. Yeah. But, um, it would, it's going to be interesting how black widow lands just because I, I don't know, you know, it, it's, it's going to see whether, is it going to be, um, on her back or in her front when she died on, on, on the rock. Oh, see what I did not, there! You know how she's gonna land, right? <laughs> what? She's gonna land in a superhero pose. Ah, oh, gosh. but it hurts. <laughs> it hurts the knees, though. So apparently, yeah, still
1: hurts the knees. <laughs> oh, Cara Dune was also in that movie. Never, and not again. And that brings us full circle. <laughs> that brings us full circle. Um, speaking of full circle.
0: I don't know what a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk was going to be the uh, was going to be the joke that was going to go, but that was inappropriate. So uh, we'll go with. Um, I hope all of you guys enjoyed our bad puns and um, our bad reviews over here. Um, if you did, please take a look at all. Especially if you are brand new, maybe this is the first time you've listened to our podcast. Please take a look at all our old episodes. You can find it on the two fanboys one casual um, that dot com um, for every single um, thing that we have. Um, Poured our hearts and souls into, and of course you can also find us
1: on on Facebook. You can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. Just go ahead and plug our name into the search uh, bar. You can find our page, not to mention our very active uh, Facebook group. You know, a bunch of like-minded uh, nerds, uh, fan fanboys, gamers, and all sorts of pop culture enthusiasts. So every time the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. Um, and yeah, all the fun news updates. Uh, yeah, breaking news like. Um, like Gina Carano being fired, um, we'll be posting it there. And so, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be posting on this, uh, yeah, when when I posted the news online, it's uh, I get, I don't know if it uh, hit a uh, what do you call it? hit a nerve or it, it, it maybe a, a slow news day, but a lot, lot of fun uh, or great. I don't know if it's fun, but we got a lot of feedback from our friends and uh, fellow fans. So thank you guys out there for following us.
2: And then on Twitter and Instagram, two fanboys, one casual, and as usual, anywhere you can find your regular podcast, we are there as well. Well, that's it for us today. Hope you enjoyed our
0: episode. This is two fanboys and filthy casual. We'll talk to you guys next week. This is
2: Dennis. This is Lewis, and this is Harold. And have a great week.
1: What you say? Sorry. That is that a spoiler?